1: One of the most texted about topics was something I mentioned at the very beginning of the show. And it has to do with, this was on the script at the beginning of the show. And what's the most offensive thing about the comment, big girl's blouse? Is it the big, the girl or the blouse? Let me speak to Amanda Ferguson. Amanda, good morning. Good
0: morning, Frank. Thank you for having me on this morning
1: on such a varied programme. Thank you, Amanda. (laughs) Oh, I love your style, Amanda.
0: (laughs) I told my followers before I came on air that I was coming on U105 to fight like a girl.
1: But so I, I've, I, I'm on the back foot here, Amanda, because there are, uh, there are at least 20 questions I want to ask, but I don't want them to be taken out of context and put up on Twitter by, you know, people who would be less representative of the journalistic front line than, than, than yourself. So I'm going to be very, very careful now. the the prime minister did under his breath say big girls blouse i think it was a reference to the leader of the opposition and a lot of people have been reacting to it do you in any way feel that if someone says god frank mitchell you've ever heard him on the radio he's a big girl's blouse that that's insulting to anyone other than frank mitchell
0: I do. Um, I know that uh, the people that will call me a snowflake and they'll say that it's fake outrage or, or, or whatever, but the problem is casual misogyny and sexism and comments about women are so pervasive in society that they're actually accepted by people as acceptable to say, and they're, and they're not, because what you did with that comment is it's Misogynistic. It's sexist. It's homophobic. It's the same sort of person that would call um, um, a, a boy a sissy or something like that. But it is But, but, but let me let me stop you there,
1: Amanda, just for a second. With misogynistic, a big girl's yep. blouse. Misogynistic yep. like, hatred of women. Is it? Is yep. it? Is it really? Yes.
0: Yes, because what it is, it's saying. It's you know, imagine you're a seven-year-old girl, and you hear uh, someone saying to a seven-year-old boy, "You know, uh, he fights like a girl," or um, "You know, uh, he, because he's showing emotion, he's a big girl's blouse." What it is, you, it's it's um, it's being disparaging um, about females as a way to insult men, and it's also homophobic because it's saying that a man's weak given that he's effeminate um, and those sort of things. And I know that, like, whenever I put this out on Twitter yesterday. Put people underneath were saying you know oh she's a snowflake she's this and she's, she's too sad but once you notice the language and how casually it's used you can't stop noticing it my my friend said that to me a while ago it was one of my male friends said to me that he sort of uh thought maybe his girlfriends and, and exes in his past and um, were being too sensitive whenever they complained about different languages that it was used about girls and about women but he said once you actually see it once you actually see it, you can't stop seeing it. And that is what this is an example of. And not only is it an example of uh, Boris Johnson's attitude towards women, you you don't have to look very far for him saying racist homophobic xenophobic um things about people to, you know he attacked muslim women um, for, for wearing and the you know veils and things like that it's all part of that um, it's all part of that sort of toxic kind of language that's accepted by people
1: and it shouldn't be okay he got hammered absolutely hammered brilliantly hammered i thought yesterday in parliament about the reference to the muslim women he got a, a round of applause and you rarely see that in in parliament there was a brilliant presentation from a Sikh MP whereby he took the Prime Minister apart with regards to comments made in an article that the Prime Minister had, had written. But is it fair, yeah, is it fair thing. but is it fair to compare Big Girls Blouse with a remark about how women dress as a result of their religious beliefs?
0: It, it, you know it's it, it, it's it's part of the same thing Frank, and this is the whole point. The fact that we're having even having a debate about whether or not it 's an issue shows you how ingrained in society it is that language like this is allowed to be used.
1: So you feel that make- it's it's to be challenged now, something that is a, just an, yeah, old is. Throwaway, an old throwaway saying, ah, he's a big girl's blouse. I've often heard it at a football match, you know, if somebody gets hit on their their ankle, oh, and he's lying on the ground, he's rolling about, they would say, you wouldn't see that on the rugby field, you know, he's a big girl's blouse. It's, yeah, it, it, it's said world. all the time.
0: Explain what it means. Explain what it means. So you explain to me what
1: a big girl's blouse means? A big girl's blouse, to me, I get the impression when someone says he's a big girl's blouse, he's very colourful. That's first and foremost. I never see a white blouse or a black blouse. I always, for some reason, see a flowery blouse. I also see a blouse of immense proportions. So I see a blouse that's almost like a smock. And as well as that, I see... Yeah, I, I see enough colour to suggest that it's worn by a female, whereas I'm yeah, you, one, you, I'm you one. but let me finish the, the sentence, let me finish the sentence, I'm one who embraces colour myself and likes to, I'm not going to say I like to cross-dress, but I do like to embrace all options when I'm standing in front of the wardrobe.
0: Mm-hmm. But you know that it's an insult, don't you? You know that it's not being being done to to compliment someone. It's using women. It's using, um, it's essentially saying that the man is effeminate, that the man is like a woman, and that's not on. And the more people realize that that's not on, the better it's gonna be. And I know that people will think, oh, you know, this is oversensitive, and this is, you know, PC gone mad, and it's too far, but it's not. It's an example of how this sort of misogyny and casual sexism is so ingrained in our society that there's even a debate about whether or not that it's offensive. Whenever someone calls someone a big girl spouse, it's not meant as a compliment; it's meant as an insult. And the target of the insult is not straight men; it's women and it's it's uh, men who are deemed as weak.
1: So, what about a, a big Jenny or a a Jessie? Is is that in the same? Yes,
0: that's wrong as well. Yeah, Yep. You imagine that you're that you're a a, a, a young man. Um, it's it called that, you know, it's 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 the stepping stone towards more and more abusive language. It's the starting path for it. And years ago, I wouldn't have it wouldn't have cost me a second thought if I'd heard someone say that because um, because it's so ingrained in society and misogyny is so internalised amongst women, you accept things like that being said until you actually sit and think about it. So what I would encourage your listeners to do would be just to sit and think about the language they're using. Think about the descriptions that are being used. Think about what it would mean to a young girl to hear somebody saying that. This is the Prime Minister of our country um, who is using um, this sort of language um, to be disparaging about another man and what he's using there is using girls and women and and men who aren't deemed to be as strong as he is and it's all part of his um, you know, wide ranging um levels of abusive language that he uses. He's demonstrated in the past that he's used racist, homophobic um, language, misogynistic language towards women and it's all part of that. And just because it's on what will be deemed as the lower end of that, it doesn't mean that it should be tolerated. And I every time I stick my head up to talk about this I get abuse for it. But I will continue to do that. I will continue to fight like a girl.
1: Listen, some of the best fighters are women as we know Um, Frank, you skirted around answering the question Says one of the texters That's pretty clever, isn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. that's a, that's a journalist, isn't it? <laughs> so you did you know you, you talked about the blouse, but you know that it's an insult. you know that it's not meant to be something that 's a compliment um you know towards the person that it's being said about and you know i I didn 't get to listen to the last segment of your show, um but I did get to hear some of the texts that were calling in and I'm assuming whoever it was that you had on last was a grown woman who was talking about veganism, and Nigel amongst your texts described her as a silly girl.
1: Yeah, the, the, I read it out exactly as he said it. He yeah. said, "I think he said a silly, yeah. silly, yeah. a silly wee girl, a very bright, intelligent, yeah. articulate member of the PETA group called Tuesday," and um, he, he just described her as a silly wee girl.
0: Yeah, but you know, Pizza can be criticised for for some of its different tactics, and and, and that's fine. But it's just it sh- it shows how uh, it, you know it rolls off the tongue. But There were obviously um, comments among those texts that you couldn't broadcast because this is a morning show, it's a family show people are listening into, and you know that you couldn't read those out. But you can read out "silly little girl" because it's okay to be dismissive of of women like that.
1: Well, there is no yeah that's, that's oh, the, what I'm yeah, about. yeah yeah sure, but the, I, I'm not breaking any offcom rule by reading out yeah. uh, that someone said she was a silly little girl. I would be breaking yeah. an offcom room rule if the f word is in the sentence that's the that, that's the the reality of yeah. of that choice I see Florence saying, hi, Frank, I'm listening to you in france this is p c gone mad. Some women need to get over it and wise up I'm female, I'm Florence yeah, well, good for you, Florence. that's great
0: but. You know, I would suggest to you that you're not really thinking about what's actually being said here. What what good will will it come of someone being called a big girl's blouse? What good comes from that? What good does it come from from girls hearing boys being um, slagged off by comparing them to women? You know, that's what that's what we're, that's what we're doing with that phrase.
1: Yeah, and I'm not I'm not meaning to make it life difficult for for you, Amanda, but I suppose people will take 30%. the. People will take the chance here because you're on. And I see the latest tag saying, you know, anyone talking like you're talking is just being uh, in along with a bunch of Ginny-anns.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, again, that's another term that shouldn't be used. It's another term that shouldn't be used to describe people because that is, is you know, if you think about who gets called a Ginny-ann, who gets called a sissy, think about why people say things like that. It's, n- it's never, it's never for good reasons. It never makes anybody feel good about themselves. It's meant as a term of abuse, and who is the target of the abuse? And because society accepts that it's okay um, to, to use these sort of like uh, lighter, fluffy phrases, um, then you know I'm accused of, of overreacting, or you know, um, you know, being a killjoy, or not being able to see humour in things. But it it's, it's what I go back to with. What I said about what my friend said to me, once you see it and once you hear it, you can't stop seeing and hearing it. And you realise you do you have to challenge it right from that basic level of, you know, the boy who's crying being told to pull himself together because he's been a big girl's blouse or, you know, be a brave soldier, you're not allowed to cry, those sort of things. You have to be careful about what language that you use because all of a sudden then a whole new generation of people Learn that it's acceptable to be disparaging about girls and women, and to make fun um, of perceived weaknesses, and use um, use um, words to to insult men by comparing them to women because that's what that is. I know it's not the most extreme example of it, but that is what
1: that is. Yeah, but I just wonder where we do draw the line because someone's saying, good God, Frank, why is this country becoming so sensitive? And this is on the back of of you you speaking to us, Amanda. The other way of looking at it is, if we rewind 40 years to the way people spoke about ethnic minorities, uh, it would have all been laughed off. And today, quite rightly, we've been on a journey whereby it's everyone... Hopefully, everyone uh, sees the terminology as as disgusting. Do, do you do you feel that this is a journey that you're taking us on, where ten years from now, even being a Jenny Ann is going to almost get your collar felt?
0: The, saying that word now, is not acceptable, Frank. And, you know, I don't uh, claim to be a one-woman revolution, but I am doing my part and I will call it out wherever I see it. And if it means that people send me abusive messages online, then so be it. They'll just be blocked and I'll move on. But yes, it is part of, you know, you think about some of the things that were allowed to be said and spoken about and some of the language that still is being used, you know, from the Prime Minister of the UK, it's being used Um, in terms of abuse that are are used. You know, think about all the, the language that Trump uses. Think about the Increase in hate crime whenever um, comments um, such as this become uh, deemed to be acceptable by people who are extreme or their supporters. And there will be people who use language and phrases that they don't realise that they're that what they're doing. And I'm just asking people to try and be a little bit more conscious about it. You know, don't get me wrong, you know, I, I, um, I like dark humour. I like crack, you know, I'm, I probably say things um, that aren't acceptable. I'm not perfect, I'm human as well. But what I would really love is for people to think about what they're saying and think about, you know, instead of, you know, people probably love the fact that it was a woman that messaged you saying, oh, tell her to wise up because, you know, it's uh, because it, it gives them more legitimacy if it's another woman saying that I'm wrong. But I know that I'm not wrong on this, and that's not me being arrogant. It's just fact. It's the same thing if you were to l- line up, all of the racist and homophobic phrases that are, that are still used, but were more frequently used in the past. And people know now that they can't use that language, but it seems to be that it's acceptable whenever it's about girls or whenever it's about women, because we're the last group that you're allowed to, to talk to about that. And In terms of when the, the fight will be over, the fight will be over whenever there's full equality between the sexes, and that hasn't happened yet.
1: One final point, do you accept that there's now a trend, especially in advertising, to demean the man the way the woman used to be naturally demeaned?
0: I think that there is. I think that there's um, some people use it like it's a subversive thing to flip it and, um, and use it. You know, but, but when you think about it, it's not the first time that, that men have been objectified in advertising. You look back decades, you look at the Diet Coke ads, the guy on the, the building site with his top off and um, on whatever else. That is something that happens in advertising. Advertising is about selling. It's about selling whatever people can sell, uh, whatever people can use, and it's usually sex and it's usually people and it's usually women to sell products. And I don't endorse that either. But you have to look at who the group is being targeted Is the group someone who is um, frequently demonized or is frequently objectified or who is in a weaker position in society? That's what you have to think about whenever you're thinking about those
1: things. Amanda, you've certainly generated reaction here. I can't keep up with the texts that are coming in. Probably similar feedback to what you got yourself on on Twitter. Always a pleasure having you on, Amanda, as a journalist on the radio. Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: Thanks,
1: Frank. Cheers. That's Amanda Ferguson there. 02890 treble three one oh five.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.